Hello, and welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Welcome to the Trust Talk Sessions. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, and it is a treat and a delight and an honor to welcome one of my soul sisters, Semerit Strawn, to join us in conversation today. Semerit is an elder in the African community in the Minneapolis and St. Paul area. She worked for 40 years as a medical doctor in both national and international settings. And she, since 2013, has been exploring visual images and imagery as a healing modality. And she has the distinction of being the most frequent guest in the last hundred episodes. Her very first episode almost four years ago was The Power of Vulnerability, and that was number 12. And then a few years later, episode number 14 was The Liberation from the Mother's Daughter. And our walk together over these years has been a deepening in trust and connection. And so welcome, Samarit. Wow, Joni, I, I'm, um, I'm tearing up at first at the fact that there has been a hundred podcast episodes and then just mentioning the titles, you know, power of vulnerability and liberation from the mother's daughter. These are such potent energy filled, um, epochs of my life mm-hmm. that, 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 that we shared together. So I'm, very, I'm thrilled at, at the opportunity to be here. Mm. And I do, I, I just wanna give a shout out. I, I do recommend listeners, if you haven't heard those, they, they are very powerful episodes. And I think in your experience of summary today in our conversation, you'll, you'll understand uh, the possibilities that come with them. So, Samarit, I, I want us to just dive right in to, to this theme of trust, just to hear where trust is showing up in your journey these days, how, it, how it's making your life easier and <laughs> more complicated. <laughs> Uh, oh, Joni, it's, uh, it's so powerful. Uh, and, and both of us are chuckling because we, we touched on this in the pre-broadcast um, reconnection with one another. So definitely at this point, 
trust is complicating my life. Truth mm. has come up to ask me to trust the power of truth. Mm. And it, this, this um, invitation to trust the power of truth has highlighted in a very uncomfortable way the many places in my various relationships where I'd rather, um, in a very Minnesota expression, I'd rather be nice than <laughs> tell the truth. Um, I'd rather second guess what you want or what you expect or what you would like from me rather than speak the truth of where I truly am. Mm. I'd rather kind of mamby-pamby the relationship rather than trust the robustness of the relationship. Mm. And the light that's being shown um, onto these contradictions is it's very uncomfortable. The fire is at my backside and I'm <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> uh, you know, um, yeah, that, that's where I am. I, I'll add a little bit, which is that sometimes, you know, in, in among people who uh, walk a spiritual path, and I mean really walk it, you know, um, we like to... Um, Think of trust. Well, you know, do I trust the feminine? Do I trust spirit in my life? And these are kind of bigger, um, uh, bigger dimension to trust. And in a way, for people like us, a little bit easier. But mm -hmm. right now, right now, uh, the spiritual, the feminine is is like holding me by my lapel and saying, <laughs> sister. <laughs> this has got to come and penetrate into these very, I won't call them tiny, but into these very pragmatic, practical parts of your relationship life. Yes, I would say perhaps ordinary. Or, yes. I mean, extraordinary, but ordinary in there, like this is a part of life relating to other people being intimate with other people is a part of life and if we don't bring the sacred or if we don't bring that into those places is we're operating at a loss it's yes. yeah yeah but often the sacred is also put in the category of nice <laughs> yes yes and, 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 and I think what I'm being shaken up and called to order about bringing my feet to the fire and holding them there is the recognition that neither the sacred nor the truth is always nice. Oh. And, and having you wake <laughs> up to finding some kind of backbone by which um, <laughs> I, I forego um, being nice yes especially when it comes at yes. the expense of something we were just talking about honoring what is true for me 
not in generalistic terms, but what is true for me in this precise second. Yes, yes. So I think you are speaking to an issue that so many of us can relate to that wanting to be pleasing, not wanting to make waves in our intimate connections, and and then either denying ourselves, betraying ourselves, um, just minimizing the truth of what we need. Yes. What we need, what we are, what we do. Excuse me. I mean, the, the, the repercussions are... Um, both endless and and the impact of them is staggering yes yes and for me because i i've had a similar journey in terms of this honoring of self it it is am i being trustworthy am i being trustworthy for myself <laughs> i mean can can i trust myself to be an advocate to be a stand, to be a voice for my truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Am I trustworthy to myself? Yes, yeah. yes. And I, I think of that, that statement, to thine own self be true, mm -hmm. which is a simple statement, but oh my goodness, <laughs> all the impact and repercussions. Yes, yes. It's interesting how, uh, what I felt in myself was an instant distancing to thine own self be true. And somehow it plunked me uh, probably in some kind of both either intellectual or spiritual um, education back in my childhood, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's a way I can't relate to it just because of the language and probably mm -hmm. not the language as much as the associations mm -hmm. from childhood. And of course, everything that we're talking about in terms of the tendency to be pleasing, not to make waves, to, to smooth the feathers, uh, are uh, adaptations to traumas from a very early age. Yes, and in particular, relational traumas. Of course. So traumas in relationship with, with those that we were most dependent on or most needed their love. Well, those who were placed on the planet to teach us about relationships. Yes. You know, and, and um, yeah. Yes, yes. I keep shuddering. You can't see me. <laughs> I keep shuddering as the impact of what we are diving deep into and then coming back out, taking a breath and diving back deep into the impact of how deep these messages, these conclusions, these adaptations, uh, how, how deep they are. Um, in the construction of who I know myself to be. And, yeah, yes. And, and so how difficult uh, to reach in and do uh, that, that kind of surgery where um, we are very close to the operating system of the watch and 
we do not have the luxury of putting the watch to sleep while we tinker with the operating system. Um, so the, the, I'm, I'm very aware of how scary it is and how truly close to a life and death is at stake um, place we are operating in right now. Yes, that it, it feels that way to our human awareness, to our, yes. to even sometimes to the body. So I would love to hear what enables you to keep risking then. My love with the beloved. Mm. Um, my daily practice, sometimes multiple times a day, but at least daily when I first awaken and right, right at the last minute before sleep takes over, um, the, the practices that allow me to drop all of this stuff. You were talking about to the human consciousness, it feels like life and death. And yes, that is what's going on. <laughs> we want, we're, we're learning to transcend the human consciousness without separating ourselves from it. Mm -hmm. So when I do those practices, either in terms of contemplation, uh, deep reading of sacred texts, or creativity, or all three, there are times when everything falls away and all that remains is being flooded with love mm. and knowing that I'm in the presence of the beloved. Mm. Um, and in fact, presence of the beloved is also not even adequate language because it's not like there's me and the beloved. Mm -hmm. The experience of that oneness and the ecstasy of that is such that um, it is worth risking everything. Well, it's interesting to me because you have this rich, I'm going to say, satisfaction or fulfillment in that area, and it is. I could see that there would be some people who might say, okay, I'm just going to hang out with the beloved and just forget, forget about the rest of the human race. But somehow that is fueling your desire to, uh, to deepen in your relationships and to, I don't know, is it to bring a piece of that into your human relationships or it's just the calling? Do, do you know? I, I do know. Um, <laughs> and what I know and what I have been shown, the beloved has shown me uh, multiple past lifetimes of being this mystic. Mm. Uh, and the mystic, uh, the mystic's practices were to reach the bliss of oneness and hang out there for as long as possible. Uh, and what I was shown is that I chose this lifetime to bring that um, 
the strength mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. comes from mm -hmm. those from that bliss to mm -hmm. bring it into every aspect of the mundane mm -hmm. to bring it so it's not it's no it used to be i'll go in a cave and i'll practice and i'll experience the light and the sound and be this beacon up on the mountaintop that people will be drawn to but this lifetime it's about get off the mountaintop go walk <laughs> among people find the darkest places and and go there mm. um and and again i want to i want to emphasize that it's not about the darkest places out there it's the darkest places within myself as i am going about my humanness the 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 yeah. main details of my human life um so in a way it might be a lot easier for me to be profoundly intimate in terms of truth telling with you joni but the beloved keeps pushing me into you know that man that you've been living with three <laughs> years that's where i want you to be telling the truth right. and yes he knows every button every fact so he can come back if you dare tell the truth he might come back with some pretty unsettling painful hurtful things and that's what i'm asking you yes to to yes to face into that to risk even that oh yes 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 we're and we're you know, i think I, I i'm even getting further um further clarification i don't know if that's what's the word is but anyway deeper than even that um i i keep talking about it was my relationship with the beloved and the beloved asks me to do that and so it the language that we have which is limited appears to be talking about a relationship with someone else right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what the image that just came to me is that what keeps me risking is mm. the same thing that keeps a plant growing mm. there is this sap this urging yeah to develop myself into yes. the fullness of the plant flower tree i don't really know the genetic material the both human and spiritual genetic material is deep within me and it won't be stopped it's like when you see <laughs> it's like when you see the grass that is pushing through the layer of snow and you say well how does it do that <laughs> it's it's more like so what keeps me risking is really something much deeper than my human mm. um, willpower or whatever it is a force that says i am here to unfold yes yes and i i'm having a sense of and that is something we can trust in the the yes. perpetual nature of that the ongoing the committed like the devoted to us and us expressing in our most full 
way. And, 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 you know, when it comes to that, uh, and I'm given, for example, I was just given this image, like right now, um, th there's no question that I trust it. You know, it, it, I, 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 the image came and within the image energetically is woven such a level of trust. Mm. It takes my, it takes my speech away. It takes it. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm forced in a way to concede. Well, yeah, I, 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 that is how I've been kept alive <laughs> for mm. 68 years. <laughs> you know? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Well, this is quite the dive we've taken. <laughs> so we need to bring it, our time to a close, but so deeply grateful for you for all that is expressing through you and for your willingness to keep showing up mm. and i am uh equally and deeply grateful to you uh, joni because what we have over the years uncovered over and over and over again that's something else that we can trust in is that that which comes through each of us is clearer more amplified when we come together mm. there is a collectivity <laughs> yes that amplifies supports and guards the personal unfoldment mm. um, that cannot be found anywhere else, including the deeply personal unfolding. Yes, we need each other. We absolutely need each other. Um, and at some level, of course, each other is one. <laughs> <It's> like... Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So if listeners wanted to be in touch with you or, or follow you, what happened? Is there a way they can do that now? Um, thank you. Um, I'm working on that one. So right now, the easiest way to be in touch with me is through my very simple email, drsemerit at gmail.com. So D as in David, R dot Semerit will be spelled as my name, S-E-M-E-R-I-T at gmail.com it's easy to find me on um, messenger or facebook but i think the email is um is the best way uh texting me i trust your audience so texting me at nine five let, let, <laughs> why don't i put the? i'll put the number in the show notes sure. okay texting me and uh emailing me are the best ways to be in touch with me Okay, not to cut you off, but I, I, if you're comfortable with that, I'm happy to put it in the show notes. Yes, and please let people know if they're getting in touch with me to identify that they're <laughs> from your show. You know? Right, associated with Trust yeah. Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You. All right, my dear. So we'll bring this to a close and i i do want to honor and acknowledge you dear listener as well for all the ways that you are leaning into 
trust and working with that in your own life. And as always, to remind you to trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact.